Welcome to the process, episode number five. Get excited, guys. We got Carlito here, Carlos here, um, and we're going to go ahead and get started. We got a couple things we want to go over with you guys today. The first thing I want to cover, something that I know I have struggled with in the past and I still struggle with today, is how do you know when to say no? How do you know when it's just too much and to say no to someone, especially when you care about that person or you're trying to make them happy or serve them? So, Carlos, can you please give us some advice? When to say no and how do we start that? Go ahead, my friend. Yes, sir. How's everybody doing? Um, so yeah, this is an interesting topic and I've been thinking about it more and more lately because staying focused is something that I I think has come kind of easily for me at the beginning of, of my career. Um saying no to things and, and staying focused on on what it is, whatever task it is that I'm uh, I'm accomplishing. And I think a lot of people, they struggle to stay focused on whatever it is they're going after because of so many life distractions, birthday parties, weddings, uh, get togethers or friends wanting to wanting to go out, wanting to watch this movie, that movie, that show being, you know, watching every YouTube video, every Instagram video, TikTok video, like people are constantly saying yes to things and people's attention is being pulled in, in multiple different directions. Uh, and, and a lot of that stuff is small. And I think for me, you know, I'm lucky that it didn't catch my attention enough to where it was a distraction. I was pretty obsessed with watching, watching, you know, Grant Cardone and watching any other personal growth success oriented stuff online. So probably the first tip would be to get obsessed with that kind of stuff first. If you're having issues with, you get way too distracted on social media, watching stupid videos, you get way too distracted on Netflix, watching a bunch of series, maybe get obsessed with with watching personal growth stuff, find someone that that you like to listen to. But then the other stuff is, you know, if you constantly have people and a bunch of friends inviting you out to, to, to go do stuff, if you have a bunch of family members that want to hang out or have birthday parties or whatever it may be, that stuff is is definitely harder to say no to because you start to develop this this FOMO. And I've seen it in some in some people where, you know, I haven't been in their shoes, but I can imagine that it would be tough because they're just so well known in their city and they're so popular that like something is constantly coming up. Someone's constantly asking them to hang out and do something. And, and this is probably what you experienced in, in, when you were in Texas. Um, so you might be able to speak to it better than me. But for some people, what I've seen them have to do is they just have to get out of their city. <laughs> they got to they gotta leave. They got to yeah. completely leave their environment. Cause they know they can't handle saying no, but putting your, keeping yourself out of bad environments is definitely an easy way to, to get rid of, get rid of distractions so that you can stay focused on, on what you want to stay focused. So I got some other things, but I, you can probably talk on it better. Did you, when you first started, was that something that you really struggled with? Cause I didn't no. notice it. I know you probably had stuff going on, but I didn't notice it getting in the way. <laughs> No was a word that did not exist when I first started. I, I uh, that, we talked earlier about like sacrificing sleep. I, I, my dad used to tell me you can sleep when you're dead, and I think I took that too literal when I turned 21. Uh, so I, I, I definitely I, I went out way too much, and I had a lot of friends because I, I loved to dance. So I had a lot of friends that would just always ask me to dance, and I could always get in free. And so I was like. Sure, why not? Let's go. Um, first round's on you. And that was me like every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. 
Uh, honestly, until it, it honestly it was, it was probably for the first three four months of being in the business. Like, it was it was a lot. Um, and then a- after that, I remember Isaiah actually sitting down with me and was like, because he Isaiah was a big a big partier too. He w- he would go out a lot too, and he started just telling me about how he. He slowly stopped going out and he would have started inviting me to things, but they wouldn't be as, it wouldn't be as late. So it was like a little, he was like shortly, or he was conditioning me to stay in and go to bed on time and be more productive the next day. And I would just start hanging out with Isaiah more. So it was almost like my, my friend group started to change, right? And when we talk about this, it's like your friend group starts to change as your success starts to grow. I started surrounding myself with more successful people because people I was going out and dancing with, they didn't have any money. Like we were, we were living, we were going in for free because we couldn't get in if we couldn't get in for free. Uh, so that's, that's how they were. And so yeah, with Isaiah, I started to transition into that. And my friend group started to change. With my friend group started to change, my actions started to change as well. So it was more switching my friend group. And when I switched my friend group, then everything else started to fall in line behind it. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause uh, one of the things we teach or that I, that I talk about is like, you need to spend time with your team. You need to spend time with right. your crew. And one of the reasons is so that so that they don't get distracted with with other things. One of the reasons why I started posting on social media originally was because Grant talks about this, but like if you don't grab people's attention, someone else is going to grab it. Right. So my thought process was I need to grab people's attention somehow because I'd rather they focused on I'd rather they focus on whatever I'm putting out there than whatever other people are putting out there because I know I'm going to put something, I'm going to make an effort to put something out there that's going to help better people's life, hopefully. And if you're hanging out with people, you're inviting them out to dinners, you're spending time and, and you're being a good example and you're doing the right things and you're not a bad influence, then you should be able to help people out the way that Isaiah was was able to 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 help you out. For sure. Um. But the other thing is like you, people just have to to learn how to say no to things. And I've had to learn it more now recently because now I, I feel like I get invited out to, to more things, just no more people. I've been in Dallas longer um, because the financial situation. Now it's like I can afford to go do cooler things, more fun things. Um, so now it's You're like popular now. I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> there's more options. So and I, I was thinking about it yesterday. Like, man, I really got to say no to some of these things. And what I started doing is started writing out my goals um, and thinking nice. about who, what do I really want to be known for over the next 10 years? And I haven't, I haven't finished it. I need to, I need to finish it. Um, and who exactly do I want to be over the next 10 years? And if something isn't aligned with that, then I just need to say no to it. And right. it's, it's definitely easier said than done, but like you need to, something that'll help you out, that'll help people out in general is like, you need to think about your future, where do you want to be? What do you want to be known for? Who do you want to be? And, and, and start filtering things through that thought process of like, if this isn't going to help me go where it is that I want to go, if I don't think there's a chance I'm going to meet someone that's going to help me where I want to go, if I don't have the, the, the opportunity to impact someone that could potentially help me out in the future, like I just shouldn't be attending or doing or saying yes to whatever it is that I'm saying yes to. Um, and for most people, it's really simple things. Like most people, they say no to the wrong things. They say no to reading a book. They say no to listening to an audiobook. They say no to to going out and hanging out with people that that are probably going to help better their better their life. And they say yes to 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 all the the wrong things. Right. Uh, so if you don't have a clear vision of where it is that you're going or what it is that you're trying to accomplish, it's it's definitely a little bit harder. Hundred percent. 
I, I think one way, another way of looking at it too is, is, Hey, this has benefit my goals, but does it also help serve someone else? And if the answer to both of those is no, then you probably just shouldn't do it. Because uh, in, in reality, the reason why we both read is not just for our benefit, but to help serve someone else is to give information to someone else to pour a better impact or to pour more information to someone else. The entire thing we do is is servant leadership for other people. So if, if you're not serving that that dream, that goal, that vision you're talking about, you're not supporting it, then why do it? And it, it comes down to that simple of a question. And it, in reality, it's just like you said, it's not that easy. Like if you, if Isaiah would have just told me, hey, stop going out because it's not going to help you get to your vision. And he just would have had that been that direct with me. I'd have been like, screw you. I love going out. I'm going to go out more now. Uh, so you can't just tell me what to do. That would have been my thought process. It, it took time to be able to transition to where I'm at now and the thought process that I have now. Yeah. Telling people what to do will almost, just like that, bluntly, will almost, will almost never work. Yeah, uh, for sure. But yeah, people need to figure out who it is that, that they want to be and figure out what it is that they need to say no to and say yes only to to a handful of things. For sure. What's some things way. that you've done recently that you wish you had said no to? Um, I bought some concert tickets, but that's nothing nothing crazy. So go into some concerts. Um, bought some bought some clothes that I probably shouldn't have bought <laughs> but like I don't know because I could argue it I could argue it both ways because what we talked about a couple episodes ago or the whole make you know what I recently this is a fun story I guess um so I used to think you know veneers yes so I used to think veneers were super painful because Khalil got them he went all the way to Dubai or wherever to get his veneers and I was on the phone with him while he was doing it or right after he was doing it and I could hear him in pain and he talked about wanting to to punch his dentist multiple times. I'm like, <laughs> dude, that's not worth it to have white teeth. That sounds unbelievably painful. So I've always been, I always, I thought that's how veneers worked. And then recently I found out that that's not how it works. Like you don't really feel that much to get veneers. So I just blew $43,000 to get veneers. <laughs> wow. And that's, All right. But yeah, I that's not, I wouldn't say that's, I wouldn't say that's not new. Like you're, you're investing in yourself on your appearance. I wouldn't say that's not, that's not something chasing I, your that's, goal. Yeah. That's not something that I think I should have said no to. I'm definitely 100% in full support that that's something okay with. And, if, and after I decided to, to get the veneers, now everyone's telling me like, yeah, Carlos, you have really fucked up teeth. Like you should have done that a long time ago. I'm like, you motherfuckers. No one told me this before. Because a lot of people that get veneers, they don't they don't smile with their teeth. And I've never been – I've not liked my teeth. And last year, I, I got Invisalign. I was trying to – I was going to the dentist every other month to get my teeth whitened because um, I wanted straight teeth and I wanted a good smile. But I wasn't, like, self-conscious of it to where I didn't smile in pictures. But now, like, right. after talking to some people, a lot of people don't smile because they don't like their teeth. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, I but I wish some someone would have told me like Carlos, your smile kind of sucks because of your <laughs> <laughs> and I would have done this way sooner, way sooner. Huh? Maybe but I it's should well look worth into it. it. No, you Not have great sure. team, cool team. I would definitely tell you. I would tell myself. Anyone, anyone we work with, if I see they have super fucked up teeth, I'm gonna bring it up to them. <laughs> Hell yeah! I I had braces for like seven years, so that would be a huge investment loss on my parents. 
if I had to get uh, veneers. But I think I will eventually one day because uh, those look good. Those veneers look good. And I had someone else in my office that have veneers. They look good. I'll send you a picture of what mine may look like. Uh, but I'm I'm excited about it. And if you read most people's skill books, they talk about how your smile is worth a million dollars. And that's sure. not just some cliche statement. Like that's definitely true. Like now, is it really? But forty three thousand dollars is that not an expensive or is that that's normal for? I don't I don't know anything about it. So is that normal? Um, I got a quote somewhere else, and it was thirty grand. But I the place looked horrible, and they did. They did multiple different things. So they didn't just do veneers. The place right. I went to, I, I traveled out to Austin. People fly in from all over the country to get their teeth done by this this specific team. And the only thing they do is is veneers, is fix people's teeth. So this is their specialty. They've got some form of degree certification or something, and, and only about 400 people in in, in the U.S. have it. Um, and I've seen wow. a couple people that that... I've seen a couple people that have gone there and their results and I really like it. So um, it seems worth it to me. I, for sure. I would definitely go with a more expensive end when it's something. Because how long they last the rest of your life, right? Veneers are like forever. They last, they last the rest of your life. And if you, if you have any issues, they will, they will fix it for free. Like if you wow. get a car accident, break all your teeth, they will fix it for free. So it's literally a lifetime investment. So I, I would definitely spend the extra 13 grand. If I live another 43 years, it's a grand a year. For, <laughs> there you go. For what will be a beautiful smile. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, Carlos, let's go ahead and close this out. I think that's all I got for today, boss, man. All right, guys. Thank you for, for listening. Uh, comment, rate, like, subscribe, whatever it is you can do on the video. Go ahead and do it. Thank you guys for, for listening in and following us. We appreciate it. We'll see you guys on the next episode.